think I managed to work that quite well, I would say. What do you reckon? There's no more music. We've got the intro played, right? And yes, we are back. This is season four, episode eight of the DC United Kingdom podcast. And as always, I'm your host, James Graham. It's great to be back for another episode alongside Daniel Wise and Tom Ferguson. And for this week, I'm going to come down to Tom, who is there. Say hello, Tom, to everyone who's out there. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, going to be back again. Um, I'm, I'm getting a little bit of consistency actually showing up every week. Um, two weeks in a row. Two. <laughs> um, you know, rough, uh, rough game we'll chat about from the weekend. Uh, I being someone who was in the stadium at the time for that. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, we've got your unique points for you uh, from that. <laughs> Don't know how drunk you were, but you know, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll see when we come to the uh, match analysis. Um, and then I should say, on this side, to my my left, but uh, on the screen right, it's Daniel. Welcome back to the show, Daniel. Hey, how's it going? I am. Uh, <clears throat> we're enjoying a beautiful second fall season here in South Dakota, where um, it it looks about as bad as you think, and we're uh, gonna blow away in a tornado at any moment. So, <laughs> if the feed cuts out, uh, just know that's what's gonna happen. Fair. We'll just see you flying, flying through the air, like like the Wicked Witch of the East. Just. <laughs> Out of town. Anyways, yeah, no, it's great to be back. Uh, you know, rough, rough game. Uh, and and man, it's yeah. I don't know. We're just gonna have to get past it. So we'll we'll break it down. We'll break it down. But as always, this episode is full of the news, full of guests DC who, and making its uh, momentous return is MLS One Hundred One. So we'll have that coming up later in the show. But as always, we will start with guest DC Who. And no, I didn't just think about it 10 minutes before we went live. We certainly did. Um, But we definitely um, have got a player. And Tom, you definitely didn't get the memo about the dress code. Yeah, I know. Everything's in the wash right now. Um, (laughs) It's a wrong sport, Tom. So this is this is like I was like I need something that's you know something DC and I was like well I got a Caps jersey so Stu I apologize but yeah. uh, this is this is what you get yeah it's, at least it's DC related I suppose yes yeah. fair we right. got an eagle on it right we've got a graphic to bring up on screen so but for you those of you who are listening at home uh, and not watching let me get the right graphic up is this guy here he is running. <laughs> So there's that. And let me get the uh, thingy up on my other monitors. So this player, Brazilian born. There's your first first clue. He's currently 28 years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're going fairly recent here. He started his career at Figueirense in Brasilia. Um, I can't give the position away because that would give this player away pretty much Um, he signed uh, for the senior team back in 2012 um, spent a few years out on loan but made 71 appearances for Figueirense Um, I mean he spent time in Brazil he spent time from the looks of it in Turkey uh, for a couple of different teams Uh, Ferenc Varas is that's not Turkey that's Hungarian Um, before he moved to MLS in 2018 and that was with FC Dallas. 
He then made the move to DC United before he moved over to Bulgaria. Then, Ru- then, then Romania, who for a team who no longer exist, who used to be owned by uh, George Hadji, legend of the game. And he's currently playing for a team called La Paya, where he's made one senior appearance since 2021. Wow. Uh, so he, that, that, that's your, those are your clues for this one. So Did he... Uh... Did he start for us? He did. Yeah, he's made, he made a few appearances. Yeah, yeah. It's Grand Total of four. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. oh man. Yeah. So we haven't had reasons. a lot of Brazilians. Hmm? I don't think we've had a lot of Brazilians. Either. Not, not recently. Uh, I want to say it was like earlier in the 2010s they did, but yeah. Yeah, back then we we did have quite a few, um, and we had a couple of Germans of the mid 2010s as well, um, as well. So, but yeah, this one is very recent, and he is a Brazilian who is still playing, and he's only 28 years old. Jeez, that's no, yeah, no, no, I'm already, I'm, a, I'm already gonna throw in the towel. Okay. Oh man. Well, have a think about it. Have a good think about it because I might you might suddenly get that moan of ah, it could be that guy. So mm. there you go. Those that is your opening of Guest DC Who. I love it. I, I love stumping you guys every episode when you absolutely don't know. It's just yeah. someone like far left field every time. I know, right? Hey, this is, yeah, this is like ridiculous. You wouldn't like, be far off with that comment for this week, by the way. <laughs> just remember that what you just said there. Hmm? What? Me? Tom. What'd I say? Something about left field? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there might be something in that. Oh. Think about it. There you go. Oh, now now the cogs are turning. If you're not if you're not watching on YouTube, this is absolutely boring right now. Um, but what you can see if you are watching, um, cogs are turning. Steam's coming out of Tom's ears. So he's got a better chance than I do. That's yeah, fair. So let's move on to some news. Now, uh, after a couple of uh, corrections on the uh, notes, thanks guys for making my uh, spelling of rumour incorrect <laughs> after I put it correct. I mean, how was the Fleetwood Mac album spelt? I, hey, I'm just calling it like my computer huh? sees it. Yeah, <laughs> I see computer is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a transfer rumour since the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um which is we're apparently we're close to signing Venezuelan goalkeeper Rafael Romo. He is a freebie because his contract is due to come to an end very, very shortly. And he's also a former teammate of our head coach, Hanan Lozada. Um And it looks like he's been potentially brought in to compete with Bill Hamid. He's at that kind of level. So guys, what I want, and he's going to replace the Kempinator. I I just yeah uh DC has not had 
just a great track record record with with backups. Um, Bill has really been um, the guy, and I mean, it's a big reason why you know uh, DC works are so hard to get him back. Um, it's very strange though because hmm. some of the more recent transfers almost. And I say this in jest, but it almost, to me, seems like it boils down to Ernan just being like, I know a guy, I'm going to dial up a buddy who owes me a favor, and we can have a player anytime now. So, so like, it's it's really strange. Like, these these uh, all seem to have, like, a link to Losada, and, like, I don't know. Things are very strange. Yeah. Uh, they're, mostly yeah. because it comes off a really haphazard off season of offload. Now the the transfers did bring in a good amount of money to the club, yeah. uh, but the follow up has been weird. Now we're really excited for Taxi to come in, um, but yeah, you know Brad Smith has has been a little shaky. Uh, and then I want to say that uh, Estrada just um, hasn't hasn't dialed it. In. Now, obviously, with uh, recent game, uh, he did have to go back home for a family issue. Uh, yeah. But it's still early. But man, I don't know. We got to see how this shakes out. And it's it's very strange so far. It really is. Tom, what do you reckon about this one? Yeah, um, I mean. <laughs> anybody, sorry, sorry, Kempen again, but uh, anyone else, please. <laughs> I mean, I, I might have to share my uh, little, uh, very badly done Photoshop of Kempenator. Oh, yeah. And he'll come after <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> he will hunt you down. Yeah, I, you know, Kempen just had a rough, a rough go. Yeah. Um, Last season, kind. yeah, that's been kind. Last season, I mean, if it hit his hands, it was going in the goal. I mean, yeah. it was just, yeah, and it was a really tough area for, um, it was a really tough part of the season for us too because that's when we really need the points. We dropped so many. We really did. I mean, the, the big one that sticks out in my head is the uh, Nashville game. Yeah, it was that was, was terrible. pretty awful. <laughs> Pretty flipping awful. I was about to swear word there, but I managed to save myself. Um, so moving on to other things. The big thing that happened last week, just the day after we went live with our podcasts, and we talked about it last week. Um, it's the World Cup draw. We have our group. Is it a group of death? Between nah. us three, it is. <laughs> Because someone's going to get upset on this podcast. I'm so excited. I, know, I, I can't wait. I think there's a solid case there. Uh, and, I, and I think it's going to be you, Daniel. I, I, look, I don't think I know it's going to be you. If there's anything more dangerous in the world than an American with a chip <laughs> on his shoulder, I would love to see it. Because there is no one more petty, more aggressive, more in your face and with a killer mentality than an American who perceives that the world thinks they're going to go down. (laughs) 
and they're going to take every single this is a totally this is the most american thing in the world they're going to take every single news clipping it's gonna be like that scene in in uh always sunny can we talk about the mail that's what i'm referencing and they're gonna have that all lined up on a wall of every single sports journalist who writes that America can't do anything in the in the World Cup? And yeah. they're gonna come out and and not only blank England, but they're gonna blank them by a good margin. I'm gonna it's, say it's a five it's nothing. The, it's the overconfidence. With a, with a <laughs> hat trick. Oh yeah, the LeBron James of soccer. And then at the end, England is gonna get disappointed. With missing out on second place because of goal differential, <laughs> and that is my call. Oh wow! Wow! Uh, and Scotland's gonna get in. <laughs> God, I. You know, last time we played Scotland was nil nil, and it was yeah. pretty unbearable. Um, last time we played yeah, the that, US, that was a horrendous game. To watch. That was an awful game of the summer. Oh, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> Um, last time we played USA was uh, a century ago, it feels like. Um, you know, I don't think there's anyone on that US or that England team, maybe. Nah, no. Probably there's no that US team that was on that team beforehand. Um, and that England team was pretty bad. Uh, Robert, Robert Green, goalkeeper. The last time we played USA, um, in a match, whether it was yes. friendly or well, it was a friendly, and uh, it was 15th of November 2018. Mm-hmm. So it was only four, it was not even four years ago, it was three and a half years ago. Um, in in that team, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you guys a little bit of a rundown. In goal, John Pickford. Nice. Uh, Trent Alexander Arnold. Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, Michael Keane. Mm-hmm. Oh. Lewis Dunk. What really? a name. <laughs> the Brighton guy, right? Yeah. Uh, ben Chilwell. Right. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah. Harry Winks. Mm. Uh, Fabian Delph. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Deli Alley. Deli Alley. <laughs> Jaden Sancho. Nice. I'll take it. Callum Wilson. He must have been like 17. Yeah. <laughs> and Jesse Lingard. Oh yeah, okay. That's yep. that's not my favorite lineup. Yeah. Um, then, for, then for the for the Yanks, for the Americans, mm-hmm. Brad Guzan, <laughs> great start. Uh, Villafania, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Brooks, John Brooks. Yep. Yeah. Matt Miazga. Oh yeah, I do like him. I mean, that's yeah. that clip of him with the Mexican. <laughs> yep. I love that clip. Uh, DeAndre Yedlin. Yep. Will Trap. Oh, Will Trap. Oh, yeah. Will Weston McKenney. Yep. Yep. Uh, Timothy Ware. Okay. Oh, man, they were babies. Uh, Julian Green. Yep. Nice. That's a good uh, one. Christian Pulisic. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bobby Wood. Bobby Wood. Yeah, that's a. That's and the scoreline? England three, USA nil. Oh, tough break, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Look, America in 2018 
is a different America than what exists now. And sure. the our our golden generation, they were babies. That hey, they were young bucks, fresh on the field, and and I look. You gotta get they they gained experience. They've yeah. dominated Mexico in every major <laughs> result. Except for the most recent one. But that wasn't a major result. Anyways, they have won trophies. They've been stacking it. And when the World Cup comes around, it's gonna be a different story. No. Yeah, no. no. Sorry. <laughs> I appreciate the confidence. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's yeah. all we that's that's I've yet to that's well, yet to that's that's what we spades. Yeah. Everyone is like, there's no way England can beat America. Da da da. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yep. Um, smash them. <laughs> <laughs> just going a little bit off topic and not on the notes. Have you guys seen the uh, goals going in in the Europa League this evening? Yeah, I was definitely working. Uh, I was yeah. working and definitely not watching if my boss is watching this right now. Um, yeah, I saw uh, Payette's goal and oh. man. That's something you try to do with FIFA. I mean, that's that's absurd. The moment he hit it, I was like, "That's going up for 90. Yeah, it was literally. Corner comes in. Uh, Payet is on the edge of the box, probably what 20, 25 yards out. I want to say. Yeah, wow. and on the volley, just nice. as clean a strike as you could ever imagine. And it just looks like the ball is just start, and it just takes off, and it just yeah. hits into that into that top bin. It's one of those shots where like the ball doesn't look like it's spinning at all. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it was perfect. It was, and then uh, Frankfurt's opening goal against Barcelona. They're actually they're actually showing them on my TV right now. Top five yes. goals. Yeah. Con- 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 concentrate on here. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Frankfurt's goal as well against Barcelona was a, yeah. another stunner because that was again from a corner, gets headed down, and then what was it? Uh, Ansgar Nap or Naf? I can't remember his name, uh, last name. Just chests volley straight into the top corner. Beautiful goal. Yeah, uh, they are. The Europa League is putting the Champions League to shame um, because the Champions yeah. League goals are okay. Yeah. But Europa's been actually really great. <laughs> yeah. Just shows you the quality in the in the lower lower competition. There we go. There you go. Um, Stu, again, thank you for this little comment. Honestly, really psyched by USA versus England. Potential for an amazing match between two squads of youngish talent. Yeah. yeah. And you got players that play together. Yeah. Um, who will be facing each other. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We need to come to that time where we look at that game from the weekend, that tough, tough game. Um, got a couple of things about it. I mean, the first thing I want to say is the big, the, the big news out of that game, the good stuff, which was that. I'm just going to play a little clip. And again, uh, appreciate all the support. We have got DC uh, UK watching in the United Kingdom tonight. Uh, yeah. That was Thank nice. you, Dave. Thank That's you, Dave. That was, that was a lovely, lovely moment. Um, but, but other than that, not much else went really well. I, mean, I thought we played quite well in the game. 
I thought we deserved to get something out of it. Um, there was some really good forward momentum. I thought Atlanta were incredibly lucky, which we will take a look at another clip very soon um, about their goal. But um, just to give you the run down on the stats, if you again not watching on YouTube, um, they are up on screen if you are. Um, but as you can see, the score was one nil to Atlanta United. Possession-wise, 42.8 to 57.2%. So we were outballed in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, shots, 10 to 14. On target, there was only two versus three. So quite even there. We were offside four times versus there once. And then the refereeing performance, which I want to ask you guys about, um, 20 fouls to 12. So 32 free kicks given in this game when he averages 22 yeah so, yeah yeah and then ex- expected goals was half a goal for us and one goal for them so really not many chances created or clear cut chances but you know it is what it is so first thing I want to obviously tackle is the refereeing performance for me <laughs> I thought it was yeah. a bit appalling I don't know uh, what you guys thought I'm- about it the game um it never really had like a flow you know there was there was the rep was so whistle happy that like everything was just being stopped and it's like oh like it's more like nfl football at this point like it's so many stop balls it's just like let them play the game um Yeah. yeah i thought rep performance was pretty bad it was. Um, Daniel, I mean, obviously, Tommy, you were at the game, so you got to see it firsthand. But Daniel, you watching the broadcast like I was. Yeah. What did you make of that refereeing performance from Armando Villarreal? Yeah, uh, it was just not great. It, like Tom said, I, you know, in, in, to a degree, it kind of lost me a little bit because there was no flow that was happening in the game that it was it was a tough watch and i think at a certain point like you know it was kind of easy to tune it out because it seemed like you know uh, every so often the the ball was stopping and um just was not making it happen and so yeah i we we have these issues you know it, it always happened just like you know we have a game you know, or a couple games where everything kind of flows really nicely. No, you know, not a lot of calls. Uh, but then, you know, and that that just sort of happens with referees, you know, where you you just get different people who have different tendencies. And uh, that's just what we saw. Just a poor game on that end. Yeah. But on the flip side, on the good side, Durkin made his uh, second debut. Um, from the start as well which was a bit of a shock Uh, Flores dropped to the bench obviously he was playing internationally Um, there's no great loss for him not to start after his recent performances for the black and red Um, what did we make of Durkin's performance in the game I mean I thought he was great actually Um, probably one of the best on the field that game. I mean, there wasn't a lot in terms of, you know, quality out on the pitch, but he had his own. I remember he had um, he had a tackle in like our final third that was just like absolutely perfect, and they dribbled it up through the middle, up past the halfway, and created a chance. Um, yeah, he just brought some some extra life into the game. Yeah. 
And that's sort of the issue is that is where some of the life seems to come are those attacks up the middle. Um, you know, I, I think we're seeing how much of an impact Gressel makes as a player and sort of he's had a he's had a rough uh, run of form in recent games uh, just, you know, through a knock and, and just, you know, not being a hundred percent kind of losing that is, is really tough. And so, yeah, you know, uh, I'm, I'm excited for taxi to come in and maybe he sort of adds a spark to it. But uh, at the same time, there are pieces in that attacking uh, portion that, that just, can't seem to come come together uh looking at flores um looking at sort of like that third player in in support up top you know who uh you know we're just not really seeing it so you know midfield seems to be fine wings not so much uh but i think once gressel comes back on you know on he'll be uh putting those balls in but um no we're we're just it's a team that is sitting at 27th in uh terms of goals in the league uh, so you are just not gonna do well uh, especially yeah. with the Sada system um you can have all the risk in the world but if there's no uh potential for reward um then we're gonna lose games and yeah. that's that's the rough part of it at the risk of sounding like Michael Owen, if you don't score goals, you don't win games. That's what my dad does too. <laughs> we'll be watching a game. We'll be watching a game, and I started making fun of him for this. But he'll be like, "Wow, I think we were watching the Women's World Cup," and it was like, "Wow, like England would have a much better chance of winning if they scored a goal." Yeah, and it's like, well, well really, like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, there is some absolute classic own uh, commentary. If you ever want to go and look that up on YouTube. Um, Right. Well, what was my train of thought going to be on this next bit? Commentary. Yeah. I'm completely lost. Right. Okay. I'm just going to go with something else. The final third. Yes. So taxi obviously is going to be coming in. Sorry for that. That's right. And we... Obviously, Flores has not been playing well. Kamara didn't play particularly well in the game, I thought. I thought he was missing. And when Flores came on, it was just the, the same. Nothing really happened. Do we see Taxi being that's replacing those two players? And then we'll be using Roberta um, alongside up top? So it was felt like we were playing more of a three-five-two rather mm-hmm. than a three-four-three because obviously we had Knaus, Jeffall, and Durkin in the middle. Um, that was another player I really, I really started to enjoy watching is Jeff Hall. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so far this season, he's my favorite for sure. He's just been great, you know, 110% the whole way. Um, but What's uh, a pick he is? What's yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. He, um, you know, I think with Taxi coming in, it'll be nice to have someone to direct traffic a bit more. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. I see what you've done there. Um, So, yeah. I do have to correct. Oh, sorry. I do have to correct myself real quick. They're actually ranked 21st in goals per match. But, again, that is one goal per match. That is not good. That's That's still really bad, Um, especially for the system they they play under. Yeah, where it's supposed to be free-flowing football with lots of goals. (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, I thought that's where the ref came in. It was yeah. like, we can't even play the system because he's calling, you know, he's blowing the whistle every two seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was pretty, I would, I would love to see um, actually how much that ball was in play for that game. Actually yeah. Active. Cause there's been I a s- bit of conversation recently where um, FIFA are looking to reduce the games to 60 minutes. What? Total. In total. But whenever the ball goes out of play, the clock stops. I mean, I think, they, I think they should keep it at 90 and still... Stop put, the clock. Stop the clock, yeah. The only yeah. issue is, is stopping the clock gives way for commercial breaks. Yeah. That I'm worried about. And I don't think FIFA is going to not jump on that opportunity to get some extra money. Yeah. Yes. So, Welcome to corruption. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, I, uh, that's, I, that's Daniel's next one. Corruption 101. <laughs> corruption 101. Welcome to a new podcast. Um, We're just going to talk about pro every week. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> no. I think it's going to be bad enough for this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Right. I've got another clip to play, which is obviously about their goal. Um, This is an interesting one. So listen up, um, because you want to hear something in this clip. So I don't know whether you guys heard that, um, but as that ball came in, there was a whistle, um, which obviously meant that the DC players were a little bit, oh, hang on. And you always get told to play to the whistle. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and this is an this is an issue with DC. Uh, this happened last season, um, particularly with that Orlando match. Just those dying embers. Um, something you know, I the the team just needs to stay locked in. Uh, and and look, you know, if 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 every if everyone heard that or whatever. Now, obviously, I heard it too. So, like, funny enough, I did not hear that during the broadcast. So I was like, "What is Dave talking about?" Um, but hearing that, like, in the headphones, like, it is really obvious. But at the same time, I would say, even going, you have to play past the whistle. Like, you know, uh, nowadays, yeah, that just, yeah, you can't let anything get by. Yeah, it was just it totally threw me when, because like, I heard it on the broadcast and. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, and I could obviously see Bill's reaction. I could see the player's reaction. That's looking around like, what's going on? Why, why isn't that being disallowed? And, he, and then they broke into a little bit further after that um, clip there where they started looking at um, Moreno's sort of push on Brad Smith. Um, mm-hmm. because he pushes him forward so he can get back and get some free space to head it in. So there was talk about that being looked at, but obviously it wasn't the case. The goal stirs. Um and as this episode is called Phantom of the Whistle, I just wanted to obviously touch on that. How one do it? Did DC need to uh, play beyond the whistle, which is what you said there, Daniel? Um, but two, 
where the heck did that whistle come from? Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't hear it in the stadium and I was sort of on, uh, I want to say that it must've come from the side because the other side of the stadium is where um, they film it. So I'm wondering if it was near the, it was near the camera and that's why it was picked up. But like people on the field definitely heard it. I didn't hear it because I was on the complete opposite side. Um, you know, and Dave, Dave reacted to it. He said, we have a whistle. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it also goes back to the point that DC does not know how to finish a game. Um, second, second season in a row, we're still doing the same things, letting in stupid goals right at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just being locked in, like you said, um, you know, lock in and just keep going until, until it's all over. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Um, I, I'm just genuinely perplexed as to how that whistle happened. Was it the referee just being out of breath from blowing too many times? Um, or was it a fan who managed to bring a whistle and possibly, and I don't want to start rumours and um, things like and conspiracy theories, but was it an, an Atlanta fan? Because there was quite a few in the stadium that night. Yeah, there were. There were a lot. So... There was and and I yeah I don't know there there seems to be some more conduct issues that are happening and I think you know not to say it's related or anything like that but like uh, you know if if you remember the uh, uh, Egypt match with uh, Salah and and just the ginormous laser pointers that were being aimed at him uh, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't it, like, do we need to kind of lock down the state? Like, do we need to have more stringent uh, searching procedures? Uh, it, should there be more um, kind of not targeting, but, you know, sort of uh, supervision of the stands uh, for foreign objects? Um, because as, as I understand it, um, there was an issue towards the end of the game uh, where there was beer throwing happening uh, at Labandia. And so there oh, was dad. no, absolutely. Um, District Ultras tweeted about it. And um, that was a further case of, of people are going to these games and making them, um, you know, either unenjoyable or unsafe or whatever. But, you know, there should be this should not be happening at games. Uh, and it's terrible. Yeah, I mean, obviously in in states and with the football matches, I've noticed it's you, there isn't that many stewards around. It's quite yeah. sort of relaxed because you don't generally get the type of violence and hooliganism that you do, unfortunately, get over here in the UK, mm-hmm. um, where there is stewards pretty much everywhere. You can you can spot them when you're watching the broadcasts, um, when you're watching the EPL, the AFL, wherever you can easily spot stewards. Um, and sometimes they have a chance sang about them, which is usually hilarious. But I don't want to. I don't want uh, soccer in the states to go down that road because I think yeah. the way it is, it's fantastic. The atmosphere is usually brilliant. But yep. if we start getting things like this happening, where potentially whistles are being brought in and distracting the players, B is being thrown at fellow fans. That's yeah. just uncalled for. <laughs> Where do we draw the line? Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I always notice about DC games is 
which you don't necessarily see at in you know prem games is um there's a lot of like families and soccer being a growing sport in the u.s and getting bigger and bigger it's important that you know people can bring their kids because they want to share the world with the game and you know if it gets to a point where it's unsafe for kids to be able to go um you know we have a real issue yeah, I know something and um, the team I follow over here with Millersboro, we have um, specific family zones for, the, oh, nice. for that type of um, scenario where their kids and families can go to and actually feel safe. And yeah. to be fair, the tickets are fairly cheap, so it's not too bad either. Um, but the, that obviously, long term, if that ever becomes an issue, that's sort of the thing that we would have to look at. But for the time being, I'm, I'm glad that we don't need to, but we need to... Th- need to nip it in the buds before it becomes an issue yeah so so yes I, the only other thing I want to add on my notes about this game um, which is a bit of a not a great thing and it is about one of the Atlanta United players Osvaldo Alonso who picked up a knock in the first half I think it was went down suddenly got back up and then went down again um, he picked up a torn ACL god yeah. So I that's was, him out, him out yeah, for a while. Yeah, I was mad, mad in the moment, but then, you know, when that came out, I was like, ooh, okay, never mind. Like, yeah. I get it now. You can understand why he was down for quite a while. Yeah. So, so yeah, so, there's, so that was that. Um, we move on to the following game, which we're not really going to talk about, but I just want to highlight, obviously, our next game coming up. I mean, because I wanted to bring the graphic up because it's I've worked on it a little bit. I mean, it looks quite basic, but it fits on the screen now um our next game is not this weekend's um like it was supposed to be which was supposed to be against new york city fc on my birthday and it was at a sensible time of a 10 p.m kickoff <laughs> I'm not might be a relief, honestly you might not want to watch it <laughs> well, not right now but yeah but I, I would have been i've had a few i would have had a few beers and i would have been happy either yeah. way um but instead we have to wait a further week um, to play Austin FC um, April 16th, 2022, 7.30pm kickoff uh, Eastern Time, 12.30am kickoff for us over here at home. We will talk more about that game on next week's episodes, but I obviously just wanted to highlight the fact that there's a reason why we're not talking about this week. So there you are. Um, but before we get on to MLS 101, I always just want to show uh, the new DC UK uh, Cherry Blossom jerseys right there. Uh, looking very, very nice. You've got, that's the front of the shirt there. You've also got the back of the shirt with the Cherry Blossom tree. And if you want one, feel free to head over to that website there, DC UK Cherry 2. Um, you'll see it on screen and also you see it in the show notes as well. So, And they're much cheaper than a Cherry Blossom jersey anywhere else. So, and as you can see, me and Daniel got the memo about wearing DC UK Cherry Blossom. Tom, <laughs> everything's in the wash. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> you need to sort it out. Where, where's your pine glass anyway? Um, I mean, I got uh, <laughs> You're cradling like a little little guy right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that is. Is that in the wash? Yeah. <laughs> This, is, this has been a very long week. I oh, oh dear, buddy, that was my week last week, so I totally get it. Yeah, I was just like ten minutes before this, I was like, oh, I don't have any of my stuff. I was like, whatever, <laughs> just throw something on that's red. <laughs> I mean, 
at least it's DC related. Yeah, exactly. We'll give you that. Right. Shall we move into uh, some MLS 101? Shall I roll a clip? Let's do it. So Tom, are you gonna get are you gonna get your clock out of the ready? And I say clock before you think of anything else. Now I do have to say when I made the initial pitch about this, uh it was stipulated that I needed to use certain vernacular uh throughout <laughs> this lesson. Um See if you can spot the, because this is a relatively dry subject. This is not entering into the world of intrigue, like, you know, expansion teams or, you know, uh, planning for the future of MLS with the U22 and designated players and allocation money. This is, this is getting into the nitty gritty as it were. Uh, So, so I've got a little something to spice it up. Uh, if you saw my tweet, you might uh, get a little hint of what that is. Um, but I am ready, whenever you are, to talk about officiating in disciplinary protocol. Oh. All right. Ready? Give them the countdown, Tom. Three, two, one, go. So in an ideal world, soccer would be a sophisticated sport whose participants would be considered the most upstanding people in society. But we don't live in an ideal world. So Major League Soccer must enforce disciplinary action on naughty boys who perform bad deeds on the pitch. So in the case of yellow cards, there are three levels in place that determine the severity and consequences of these naughty boys. These are, if a player accrues five yellow cards, they are fined $250 and are suspended for the next uh, regular season match. If a player accrues an additional three yellow cards, it's a $500 fine and a suspension. If there are three yellow cards on top of that, 11 total, uh, it is a $750 sign, uh, fine and suspension for the next regular season match. And for each uh, additional two yellow cards, it's a $1,000 fine and a suspension for a match. For each two yellow cards, after the player goes forth in suspension, the player will be suspended from his next MLS major se- regular season match and will be fined doubled of the accumulated fine. Uh, so what happens? You get all these yellow cards. Is there a chance for these naughty boys to become good boys again? Well, there is. There is a redemption system put in place for players who learn to listen to the better angels of their nature. There are behavioral incentives for naughty boys who want to be good boys again. A player will automatically reduce his yellow card accumulation total by one yellow card each time he appears in five consecutive matches without receiving a yellow card, a red card, or a supplemental discipline. However, a player cannot accrue a negative yellow card deficit, can only reset to zero. And Naughty Boy can only gain good boy points by automatically a maximum of three times throughout the course of an MLS season. So who are those who watch over these naughty boys? Major League Soccer has a disciplinary committee made up of three former MLS players, one designated by the MLS Players Association, one former MLS coach, and one former MLS referee. They serve as arbiters of player safety and integrity. Uh, 
There are three parameters where MLS disciplinary committee makes de- decisions for naughty boy conduct. Where the officials do not see the incident and therefore do not have the opportunity to act, such as an off-the-ball offense. Where the officials see an incident and issue a red card, the committee may take further action if the offense is egregious enough, endangers a player's safety, or is underhanded in a very naughty boy way, or the player is guilty of repeated offenses. Where the officials see an incident and do not issue a red card or act in a case of clear and obvious simulation or an embellishment that meets the condition of a suspension, the committee may enact a one-match suspension or multi-match suspension on such naughty boys. And that, in short, is MLS officiating in disciplinary protocol. (laughs) Oh, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. I was dying that entire time. That was brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. And I, I, I'm sure you've done that in under five minutes as well. I, I am only here to make learning fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like the comment. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Well, your time uh, is great. Yeah. Yeah, where, yeah, where am I? I I'm going to take Green. a wild guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 you can guess. I, I, mean, no, I was I was out anyway. Was my guess? Uh, three minutes and twenty five seconds. Not bad. So, sure. I mean, crushed it. Yeah. And you, and you didn't start cracking up to laugh like I was. I wouldn't have been uh, able to get through that. No, definitely not. <laughs> I was trying to count how many times you said "naughty boys," and mm. I literally was. I had to give up. <laughs> like I, had to stop. <laughs> I was just laughing too much. oh fantastic fantastic right so if you want to see thank you boys oh hey (laughs) anything that was brilliant quite like that ever again then let us know um and what you want to know about no more naughty boys please yeah please no more (laughs) i can't handle any more naughty boys and that's a line i never thought i'd hear myself say um let us know in the comments let us know in on over on dm on twitter um or facebook thank message you. or instagram let us know thank you for the shouts Stu. i <laughs> i i appreciate that you appreciate <laughs> i mean that was definitely Stu level that one yeah <laughs> yeah bless him cool right anyway we need to move on to so oh i need to play the out the clip again because you know that is the end of mls 101 So, fan question time now. We've got a couple come in. Um, I say a couple, we've got a few actually. Um, Just make sure we've got nothing else come through on Instagram as well. Let me check my phone quickly. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, nothing but Hernan seeing the story. It's always good to know he's checking in on my uh, Instagram stories and he sees my posts. I think someone replied to your twitter post. i have i did get that i've okay, got that cool. duly noted uh so but you just question. texted me to make sure <laughs> oh, bless him it just it, it's coming up shortly so don't worry i'm um, not so i'm excited yeah so first question that came through on instagram um on the first story that i posted out yesterday i think um 
yeah, it was yesterday, was from Rithik Patel. And Rithik asks, where will Taxi fit in this team? Will he play up top? Or is more of a number 10 in place of Flores? I mean, he's definitely replacing Flores. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have no doubt about it. It's really, I mean, unless we can somehow trick him into thinking that DC Knight is the Peru national team, I, he's just not showing up. Um, you know, and if you got, we've got Taxi coming in, you know, that's sort of his spot to steal. Yeah. And he's a DP, so he's going to, he's going to have it. Yeah. yeah. And 100%. what I would love to see, and I'm being incredibly optimistic. <laughs> Which, you know, that's what I am. I'm incredibly optimistic. But what I want to see is this given the kick up the arse of Flores. So we'll start seeing him kick on. But to me, I would have thought we would have seen that already in readiness of taxi coming. But Flores seems to be sitting in the passenger seat, not doing much. Happy to pick up his check. Yeah. Yeah. What do you reckon, Daniel? So, hmm... I don't. I've been very harsh on on Flores, but I want to say I want to give him one more chance to like show something. So I would actually have Estrada up top, and then Flores and Taxi in support there. Um, Mm -hmm. I think give it give it one chance there to say hey, if we set this up this way. And if you can make it work with Taxi, with Estrada, then let's rock and roll. You have one chance, and that's it. Otherwise, you know, Taxi takes that spot, and then we we shift in someone else uh, in that area. If it's if it's uh, Roberta or or whoever else, um, we we fit someone in that area. Uh, but yeah, that's that's how I would approach it. That's the onus. I don't think you necessarily um, bench him, but. You give him, give him one shot to see what happens. I see. For me, I I would like to see him be replaced. Um, because you look at the so the central midfield and and Tom's been crying for a number eight, as we know from the start of the season. We got that with Durkin, <laughs> but I really enjoyed seeing Knaus, Durkin, and Jafal. Yeah, in the center of that pitch because that suddenly meant we had a lot more control of what was happening in the center of the pitch. Mm-hmm. Yes, we didn't have as much possession as we've had in other games, but we looked a lot more solid there. Um, and yes, that means that we only have two forwards, but Taxi Estrada, Taxi Roberta, I just don't see a side with Taxi and Flores in it now. I don't see yeah, them two work playing together. I feel the same way. So there you go. I hope that answers your question, Riddick. Moving on to the next one. Uh Gabo Goose, two or two. <laughs> Great name. Yep. Um it's a double question this one. Alright. We've had Rooney. Who is the dream retiree for DCU? No one. Yeah, I mean, my, my hope is we, we don't keep... We don't need to go down that road again. Um, I don't want to keep going down that road, but, you know, I also get that big names, even when they're old, bring in money. Yeah. Um, and it's not like Rooney was a failure. Um, you know, he did quite well with us. Uh, I don't know who, though. 
I mean, I don't know. Does does Benzema like? Want to come? Yeah, I mean that would be hey. quite a good one. Heck of a Hattie this week, so that that's great. Yeah, but here's mine would be um I don't know this might be dumb. Uh, I'd want I'd want Gareth Bale. Yeah. Okay. Actually, he I'm has, okay with that. He has yeah. wheels, and I think even at a re- retirement stage, um, I think he's a guy that could absolutely still tear it up, uh, especially in MLS. Um, and that he, whether whether uh, you know wing or you know up top you know central i yeah i don't know there's something about that type of name that would or you know especially talent and just a guy i've respected for throughout his career i'd be i'd be excited to see that what even when he was playing for spurs even when he was playing for Spurs. Hey, here's the other thing. I respected Rooney as well. I I, yeah. I will respect yeah. opposing players. I mean, I speaking of another uh, uh, Spurs player, like I love Son. So like yeah. I I would I would absolutely, uh, yeah, I'd love to see Bale. Yeah, I I, I feel that. I yeah. I love Harry Kane when it's an international tournament. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the moment we're out, I'm like, hate him, always hated him. Couldn't go in a ball. Yeah, right. Uh, I have a fun fact about Garrett Bale. He actually, you know how he has that ponytail? Mm. Uh, because of this part bun, yeah. is all bald. And yeah. so what he's done is he's grown like here, the ring really, uh, and it wraps over it into a ponytail. It's quite something. Uh, got a question from Stu. Bale would be an incredible capture. What's the golfing situation? It's one of the best golfing yeah. situations around DC. There yeah. is. Bone have, bone would love it. And grass. Yeah. Well, you have uh, the national course. Uh, down in Virginia, and just Virginia is for golfers. Absolutely. Um, And there's the Potomac grounds up in Potomac. Um, What's it called? Potomac? Probably. I went to middle school across from it, and I've never been in. But uh, Obama's played there, so there we go. It must be decent. Yeah. Actually, now that I think of it, I think National is in Maryland. It, it, yeah, they kind of overlap. So but like, it's, it's awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> South of it's DC close. is just, yeah, that's the holy land for golf yeah. on the East there's Coast. There's a lot. There's Congressional. Thank you, Heather. That's what it's called. Yes. That's it. Yep. Um, so the second question, let's bring it back up on screen, is who was the best player not in the World Cup? Mo Salah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He's he's kind of had a season that would put him up to, um, you know, best player in the world right now. Um, and I mean, I mean if Messi can out, win Ballon d'Or and not win a tournament for a long time, then why can't Salah? Yeah. Um, the thing, I mean, I feel bad for Salah, even though he plays for Liverpool. Um, just you know, going back to the laser pointers. Hmm. That yeah, that's quite a way to not qualify. Um, yeah, yeah, feels feels a little a little bit like cheating. Um, there's there's two things that I really were that I was really disappointed by. That it was obviously what the fans doing that. 
that's always yeah. disappointing. But two, why the heck the ref didn't do anything about that? Right. We should have stopped the game. Yeah, just stopped until it, and then announcement comes through on the Tannoys. Yeah. It, it, it was wild how many. I was like, okay, they def- this has definitely been planned because everybody has one. Yeah. Everybody in this season's got one. Yeah. So, um, are we all in agreement that Salah is the best player and not at the World Cup? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have liked to see Nigeria go as well. Um, they always have very cool kits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they still do. It doesn't, they don't have to be at the World Cup to not have a cool kit. Very true. But I like seeing. I like seeing that. Although Ghana's got pretty amazing. Senegal uh, usually have decent ones as well. And Cameroon. Um, so yeah, looking yeah. definitely, definitely solid though is the big yeah. miss. You know, uh, Daniel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Did you see that question from Twitter? Uh, the one that I'm going to about to bring up next. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Sorry, I'm trying to click. It's not working properly. So uh, this is the question of three questions. Oh, Amir, why? Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) tough question. Arsenal's chances of making the top four. Daniel, 100%. Come to you. 100%. 100%. 100%. I'm kidding. I look, I can I don't know if I can be that. They have a heck of a, a schedule coming up at the end. They have Chelsea, Tottenham, Leeds, uh yeah, Manchester United. So ugh, that's going to be a really tough haul for and them. You're probably so. going to have uh, the London Derby squeezed into the last week. Yep. Absolutely. So that'll be fun. Uh, you know, 50 50. It's, yeah. it's so tight at the top there that like um, any result can kind of shift things anyway. So uh, it just depends on how all the chips sort of fall. Yeah. Um, I've got this horrible gut feeling that both of our teams will uh, end up in Europa next year. Probably. Uh, but at least we'll be there together. Um, Man United is—it's just terrible. Um, Arsenal tyranny's out for the season. Yeah, um, that's a Partey, Partey looks like he's going to be out for nearly the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nuno Tavares just looks like he's never played the sport in his life. He—he um, he got subbed off at halftime, and the game before that, he started. He got subbed off in the thirtieth minute. Um, yeah, which is just like. Oh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't even tell you guys. I've got uh, my friend Jose, who is an Arsenal fan. He is moving into my place. So now I'm going to have <laughs> Arsenal propaganda hung up that I'm going to have to see every day. I'm, I'm okay with it. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be. We'll take an adjustment, but it's yeah. okay. <laughs> I've just seen a comment coming up on Twitter um, on my feed. I yeah. think um, it's about the uh, previous question we've just had because of the uh, dream retiree. We've had uh, it's your mate, Im- uh, Emu Paz, coming in yep. and saying, Neymar is the dream in his book. Oh, okay. But Rooney started to trend. Maybe we see the likes of Sterling, Vardy, or dare I say Kane. Please not Kane. 
<laughs> I would love Jamie Vardy. Yeah, Vardy would be great. Oh, yeah. I'd be really 2.0 there. The MLS defense is up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want Harry Kane. I would just find it so hard to support the club. Um, yeah. Why? Because it's Harry Kane. He plays for Spurs. But he came from Arsenal. So? <laughs> that doesn't help me. <laughs> True, yeah, it doesn't. Um, yeah. Neymar would be cool, but oh man, I'm sh- we'd have to start a GoFundMe to pay for him. Well, I yeah, mean, there's that, and he'd probably be off the field with his sister. Yeah. Uh, every time her birthday comes around, he gets like a two month injury. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. We all know. <laughs> yeah, we all know what's happening. You don't have to just get injured. You could just ask for a birthday off. Yeah. And give her a special present. Absurd. But yeah, that's, that could be a good. Uh, he'd be really fun to watch, actually. He would yeah. just draw away. Yeah. He would always be rolling around on the floor the entire time. And it's well, just. Yeah, that's his entire career. Yeah, it's true. Um, right, let's move on to the second question on on the screen here, which is Pep to Brazil rumors. Chances he goes and chan- chances he goes and chances on winning a World Cup there. Uh, oh, I've not seen anything about this. I've not seen that either. Ten, uh, 10 million pounds per year. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd go for that. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd do that too. <laughs> yeah. I'd go for ten pound a year, to be fair. Yeah, that would just be all expenses paid, then, obviously. Um, I bet he doesn't. No. I mean, I would love he, it. I need him to leave Man City because it's just like unbearable at this point. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see it. He no. loved the glory too much. Uh, just you know, winning piddly national tournaments just would not. Um, it would not stoke his fire. The guy yeah. is made for league competition. Yeah. I think he'd get bored. Oh, for sure. He'd be bored out of his brains, not playing week in, week out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the last question then. Fifth DC United defender of all time. The original Shreddy Eddie. Eddie Pope. The original. Eddie. Yeah. Eddie Pope. Uh, Ryan Nelson. Um <laughs> Pope I mean, is a legend. It's, it's very recent, but I'd say Frederick Brilliant because I just like to use his name. <laughs> That's at least get the accent. Frederick Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, I just like to use his name a lot for any joke. So, otherwise, I'm not too partial with most of them. Yeah. No, I mean, for me, yeah, Eddie Pope is up there, obviously. Ryan Nelson, mainly because he played over here um, mm-hmm. with Blackburn Rovers. And who was the other one that I had in my head? I, to be fair, Steve Bam Bam. Yeah. yeah. Mainly because he's been on the show three times now as well. But yeah. yeah. A, a little yeah. bias there. No, not at all. No bias in there whatsoever. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah it's oh, crazy. Jeff Agus is, uh, is in that. Oh, well. great mm. shouts. Yeah. Yes. That's not That's a bad a, shout. Yeah. Oh man. Who else have we got? Uh, uh, Jeff Goose. Um, Tony Alfaro. Yeah. No. It's all right. Oh, that was a joke. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it for a couple of games last season, but Bobby Boswell. Bobby Boswell was a cool one. 
Yes. Just in terms of a a raw story, you know, uh, Chris Adoy had some like, yeah, uh, just what a story with that guy. Um, Yeah. We we have to think of Mora and, and, you know, uh, rough run in in certain regards, but um, just a player I I know a lot of the DC United community really liked. So, uh, yeah, no, there's there's some solid names. Uh, Donovan uh, Donovan Pines. I mean, you know, again, kind of a rough go, but still a pretty well liked player, I think. So, yeah. But yeah, uh, Eddie Pope is just—he was incredible. I don't think we can. Uh, Stu's come up with a th- good third one there, but I don't think we can say all time just yet. He's yeah. had a good start, but that needs to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor Camp. Taylor Camp. Yeah. <laughs> and to be fair, we've forgotten about um, our, our favourite backup um, secondary uh, commentator, Devin McTavish. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Good shout. Great shout out for him there. Yeah. What else we had there? Let's just have a quick look on the list. Uh, I mean, Brendan Hines, like I'm, I'm really enjoying watching at the moment. He's been a great addition to the team. Uh, who else is there? Yeah, the, the, for me, those are the sort of the names. Oh, I, Mike, Mike Petty was was on that 2004 team. Yeah, that won the cup. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, There's There's some, there. we've had some good defenders over the years. Yep. Say the least. So that is the end of the questions, which means it's time for your guesses on guess DC who. I already know mine's wrong, but I'm, I'm sticking with it. Okay. Who was your who was your guess? So I don't know if he ever actually played for FC Dallas, but I know he only played a few games for us. Um and that's the um, Raphael something. Raphael something. Let me just yeah. have a little look. Let me see if I can find him on the wiki page. And see if I can. I just Raphael. He was a forward. I have uh, no idea. That, that's just the only yeah. I can think of that was yeah. Brazilian. I think um, I got he, he played for us in 2013. Oh, okay. So not quite 2018. But, <laughs> and to be fair, age-wise, he's only one year out. It's only 20. Oh, okay. So you, you weren't too, too far. I could see where you're thinking there. Um, it's the only name I can think of. Uh, is kind of player name was Rafael Gladiador. Gladiador. I, I was going to say gladiator, and then I was like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but gladiator, what gladiador. a name. That's a great name. Um, Daniel. I I truly have no idea, but I'm going to go with what Stu said. So, uh, so yeah, I, yeah. I've got nothing, but I, I feel like that's probably the closest one right there. Yeah. So, was Stu right? Yes, he was. It is Marquinhos Pedroso. Nice. There you go. I don't even remember him. You only started four times. <laughs> Let's put it this what? way. His first couple of games that he played for us, he was at fault for two goals. 
One of them was against FC Dallas. Great, great. Yeah, good, good nice. stuff. Um, and they, if I remember rightly, he came on as a sub in that game as well. He literally, cross comes in, he jumps up, completely misses the header. Nowhere near it. Don't know why he jumped. Nice. But, you know, there you go. So, yeah, Marquinhos Pedroso this week. Very memorable player. Oh, yeah. incredibly memorable. <laughs> one, one of these days, I'll actually do a proper memorable player. I yeah, okay. and you I, might get it. I, I, I'm still, I am chomping at the bit for for Boscovich. I'm gonna know I the mean, instant. I, I'm gonna know the instant you say it. I'm gonna be like, yeah. I'm gonna. Okay. What, what will happen is we'll get to that week. And then and you're, you're not, you're not going to name. name his nationality, are you? You're, you're going to... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's what, from Montenegro? Yep. Oh, yeah. Have we ever had okay. any of the Montenegro players? Oh, man. No. I would I say no. we haven't. Damn it. Oh. So we know we know what happens if I if I say the national. Yeah, but now we're gonna know that the play the one you do when you don't say the country name, we're gonna know it's him. <laughs> oh, or do I throw a red herring in there? Yeah, you throw a red herring in there. Yeah. No, you you you. Uh, I think from now on you have to you have to just say the city they were born in, and, I mean, and not the name. You're probably gonna get it from that. Like the county. <laughs> I mean, if I were to say the city, it's Beochin. Okay. Yeah, that's... Also that. known as uh, the Yugoslavia. Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Anyway, how long <laughs> How long until we get a Bolivian? Well, we've had a couple of Bolivians in the uh, mm-hmm. yeah. play for DC United, so it's not always going to be Jaime Moreno. <laughs> Uh, how many Bolivians have we had over the years? We had one, two, three, four, five, six. Nice. So, um, I mean, I could throw this. There's four of those six. I, I know. Sorry, three of those six. I don't know. Don't really yeah. know. Um, but I know the other three. Fifty percent's not bad. I suppose. There you go. So there we go. That is the end of this episode. Um, that's a good some one. Shit. It was a good one. So thank you, uh, Daniel and Tom, for joining me yet again for this episode. Uh, Daniel, where can the good folk find you on social media? Find me at Professor DC UK on Twitter and Instagram. And if you play me in Mario Kart Online, if you see Professor DC UK. <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, Tom. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Snitch McConnell, where I tend to complain about footy and uh, the American government. So, yeah. It's always fun to complain about that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and from myself, um, DC United Kingdom on Twitter or DC UKFC on uh, Instagram. And as always, like, Every week we shout out about the uh, DC United Kingdom membership. Um, come and join us at DC UK. It's just dcunitedkingdom.com forward slash membership. These two lovely gents are in it, along with Stu, who's been up in the comments, and um, Heather as well. So come and join us. It's a barrel of laughs. We have some good banter. We have some great things going on. Um, and game days are always a blast. So come and join us there. As you'll spot, um, the two wise men. 
See what I did there, Daniel? Yeah. See what I did there? <laughs> you can uh, get yourself some lovely merch. Um, there's a couple of ways you can do it. Um, and I suppose the easiest way of doing it is just hit to uh, buy.link forward slash DC Night Kingdom. The links are in there as well as the show notes, um, as well as the membership link, actually. So get on that. And don't forget, if you're not subscribed, subscribe to the show if you're watching on YouTube or click subscribe if you're watching on or listening on um, your podcast provider of choice. And don't forget to like it as well. Um, and that's it from us. Any final shout outs before I randomly click the uh, outro? <laughs> before I get cut off. <laughs> before you get cut off, Daniel? Anything uh, you want to shout out? Shout yeah, out so. to Dick.